Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Lunchtime Live at Newstalk.com. That's the email if you want to get in touch with us. Now, that's what Andrea, a listener, did to the programme. Andrea, you're homeless and you're dealing with a stage four cancer diagnosis. Yeah, hi Andrew, thanks for having me on. Yeah, so um, it's technically classed as stage four cancer. Um, I initially got breast cancer in 2017 and I had a mastectomy and a reconstruction. I didn't have chemo or radiation because it was early stage one, I was kind of lucky. Um, and I thought that was kind of it. I was never really warned it would come back, but it did unfortunately come back. Um, it came back, it was re-diagnosed in September 20, kind of very haphazardly. I fell roller skating and it was discovered in my right hip, which was quite badly destroyed. Um, so I had an emergency hip replacement um and i thought i didn't really ask a difficult question but eventually probably a year a year and a half later i said to my oncologist is a class of stage four and she's like well yes technically it is class of stage four it's not curable type of cancer either i'll have it forever i do have a few other spots um uh, in my body in my bones um but it's not a curable type of cancer i'll be on i'm on oral chemotherapy but she did say it's like living with a chronic illness um but i'll never be in remission and that's kind of the whole my health is just causing an awful lot of difficulties in my life um financially as well as other things are you able to work andrea at the moment no, I, I really haven't worked since 2017. I went back to work for five months after my first diagnosis because I was going through a lot of other personal stuff as well and just wasn't ready. Um, I went back to work for five months, but then I was re-diagnosed. So no, I'm just not really able to work. It's just I'm extremely tired every day. There's other side effects. I'm on a host of medications. So no, I'm still employed by my company, but I'm not actually working, no. So you're, you're, you are, you you know, you're, you take... Um chemotherapy every day it's the oral chemotherapy that you're on so it's, yes, on, it's ongoing, ongoing treatment Andrea really yeah it's ongoing treatment yeah. I mean the day ward once a month to get my blood monitored because the one the drugs I'm on reduces my white cell count so I'm immunocompromised um, you know I'm on different medications for different things I'm in a medically induced menopause because my cancer responds to hormones um, so I'm dealing with all the side effects of being in a medically induced menopause as well which is pretty horrific um, yeah so it's pretty full on I was even I had two scans the other day. I had an MRI yesterday. Like it's 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 a constant, ongoing thing I have to do. What's your prognosis? Or do you have any idea? Um, you look up. You Google, of course I've googled it, and you don't want to. Um, I don't know. You know, the medication that I'm on will work for a certain amount of time, and then it won't work, and then I'll have to go on something else. Um, there is new drugs coming out all the time. I did have a specific gene in my actual cancer cells, and there is a new medication for that. But I don't know. They don't know. It's like long saying how long is a piece of string. But I mean, I'm probably not going to make it up to pension age. I'm 46 now. Um, so, you know, they always say the person on the street might go before me of cancer. Do you know what I mean? I just don't know. But every day, I just live every day in the hope that I'll be around for a long time. But I just don't know. No, it's obviously not something you, know, you want to think about or, you know, obviously no. you want to put it to the, the back of your mind. Absolutely. But yeah. it's 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 a lot to go through. You know, you're you're living with it terminal chronic illness it's a lot to process I've, I've no doubt Andrea about that like I'm sure it takes yeah. its toll oh I mean absolutely but I mean my I'm my health is not my priority I have two teenage kids they're 13 and 14 so me and my health come down way down on the list you know and that's not ideal and it's causing stress to me and that's again that's not good for my health and then the whole situation with being homeless and everything that's just like it's a daily reminder it's a constant daily blow in the face that I have nowhere for myself and my children to live where are you living at the moment, Andrea? I'm living in my sister's house. Um, but that I mean, that's not ideal, you know, and I'm just trying to find out what I can do, how I can move forward. 
I've been to these financial advisors, I've been to the pension advisors because obviously I do have a company pension. I've been with the same company for 19 years. I'm literally exploring every single avenue. Politicians, I mean, you name it. I am just, I'm a very vocal person anyway, but my situation is just so, I just think it's so unfair and to be dealing with stage four cancer and to be dealing with all this on top of it, it's just, it can get very overwhelming and that's why I need support. Um, I'm very much like a person where I like to stand on my own two feet, but sometimes mm-hmm. in a situation, I, I can't stand on my own two feet. I can't do it alone. It's too much, way too much. Is your sister living in the house with you at the minute? No, she's actually living in Germany, but she was coming home. They're supposed to come home in September, um, and they she did have it rented out and said we'd, we'd move out to tenants and you can move in there. But I mean, she could come home next month, she could come home in two months. I just don't know. I'm living on tender hooks all the time, you know, and they are coming home. So it's 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 not an ideal scenario. And, mm-hmm. I, you know, it's not my home and no, it's my sister and everything, but it's still not ideal. And had you been hoping to buy somewhere? Was that your plan? Yeah, pretty much. Um, now, I didn't know at the time of my divorce, the family home was sold um, and I suppose I didn't know the legal system properly and I had a sister but we settled out of court and I, I agreed to sell the family home. If I'd have known then the difficulties I would have had, I would have absolutely 100% fought to keep the family home. I did not know I'd have such difficulties securing myself a home either through the conventional means or else through council support. I just didn't, I was not aware of this. I just didn't know. If I don't know, hindsight's a great thing but yeah. And when you say the difficulties in getting a home, do you mean because of tr- trying to get a mortgage with a terminal illness? Is that the difficulty? Yeah, well, I think the life insurance is obviously going to be heated on the black. Obviously, you know, my age, my health, um, you know, even with council, the, the mortgage is kind of outsourced. It's not the council themselves. They're all outsourced. Now, I am, you know, I'm obviously a priority. I'm homeless. Um, I have a medical condition. Um, so, like, I'm on the social housing, but it's just, you know, that's not uh, that's not going to happen straight away. As everyone knows, that's a long-term thing. Um, yeah, so it's just my health really scuppers everything. Like, and I'm on my own. I'm single. So, you know, you're dealing with this all on your own. Have no support, you know. So it's 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 me fighting everything to get a home. Andrea, it's it's you know like I'm really feel for you, even just trying to process all of this. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's it's overwhelming. I mean, if someone had told me at this age I'd be like this in this situation, and I've no choice but to just keep up and keep going, and I literally don't have a choice. Um, I would do it for my kids. My kids have been through an awful lot. They need stability. I'd rather not rent. I'd rather have my own home. Um, I've been through a lot of trauma. I want my own home. Just to just close the door on all of this. And I do have a bit of money from the sale of the family home, so it's not as though I don't even have a deposit. I do, but it's not near enough to buy a house outright. Um. Yeah, I just get up every day. Every day is an admin day where I have to send emails, I have to do this, I have to do that, I have to look after my health. So just, you just keep going. I'm from a very long line of strong women that were just very capable and sometimes it's to my downfall because I don't accept help and I tell everybody I'm fine and I'm not fine and I have my down days. Um, but I do have amazing support like for the women from the Art Cancer Society, my friends. Mm. You, know, you know, I do have fantastic support and I need that support because... You know, I just pretend everything's fine, but underneath it all, I'm panicking. You know, it's very disconcerting to yeah. be in my situation. Well, as was the 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 you're in the immediate um in the in the immediate step. I presume like it's the priority is probably trying to get accommodation and get a house. Do, do you have any idea from the local authority how long or when that might happen? No, I'm literally just in the process. Um, I'm applying for the uh, Fresh Start scheme for people like myself who are divorced. I'm literally, I declared myself as homeless. Um, I'm applying for local authority home loan. Um, but obviously, you know, the, the market, the housing market and the rental market, so, you know, it's very difficult. I mean, I've been keeping an eye on house prices and everything. So, it's, 
you know, no, I have no timelines and, and, and anything. Um, and I do have people helping me and supporting me. That's great. But I don't have any specific timelines. No. And I'm sure that's worrying in itself. Oh, of course it is. I mean, every time I'm out walking or looking, yeah. I, say, I can't afford this. I can't afford that. And what to do with my sister comes home? I'm going to be homeless. I'm technically homeless. What am I going to do? And, you know, I feel terrible for the kids because the kids know the situation. Obviously, they don't know the ins and outs. But, I'm, you know, I have to keep them. They know this is not our home and we've rented and we've been here, we've been there, you know, and, and God love them. They've been through an awful lot, you know, and they know the situation, my financial situation as well. So I don't know what they must feel having a mum that has cancer and plus they don't have a proper home over their heads. You know, it's very difficult for them. God love them. They, they've been through an awful lot as well. And I'm trying to support them as best I can. They're now going to, just literally today going into second year and third year. And they're great kids, but they've been through an awful lot. Do they talk about it, Andrea? How are they? But for now, they're okay. You know, I, I'm a great emotional supporter and we talk about things. And if they don't want to talk about it, that's fine. But if they do, but I mean, they're teenagers. They're going through puberty and they're typical. I want them to have the normal, typical teenagers mm. as well and do, you know. But it can get all too much, you know, where, you know, I'm having a bad day or something and, you know, and then having to sit down and say, well, look, you know, this is what's going to happen. They know I have hospital appointments. I have to tell them they don't get worried what it is. And, you know, so they have a lot on their plate, God love them. Do you do you feel like you've fallen through the cracks, Andrea? Yeah, completely, absolutely. And you know, you have to blow your own trumpet. And you, at the end of the day, I'm on my own, like literally on my own. And I mean, don't get me wrong; these supports are amazing. The hospital is amazing. I have no complaints. It's just every single turn you get, you have to do everything. There's, loop, there's no loopholes. Even my pension, I can't gain any access to my pension unless I take early retirement. But I would lose my health insurance and my death and service. You know, and I leave my health insurance, you know, obviously because I rely heavily on it. So, you know, there's stumbling blocks at every single turn. Um, and my pension is kind of frustrating me because there is no way I can get access to it unless I take early retirement. And it's a good, healthy pension at the minute. I need that money now to buy a house. I wouldn't take all of it. At the end of the day, it's going to go to my kids anyway. But me and my kids need a house now. So frustrating. I need a home now. Not when I'm 65. I'm not going to make it to 65. Let's face it, you know. It's an awful lot, Andrea, to process. I can't, uh, I can't imagine how frustrating it must be for you and, and, and especially when you're trying to deal with your own health and your own health concerns and minding the kids yeah. as well. And as you say, they're, they're both teenagers. What are the next steps for you? Or, I mean, is there anything you can do? I'll keep plugging away um, with Single County Council. They've been great and have great supports there. So I'll keep keep plugging away and keep doing that and keep doing what I have to do until that's my goal. Um, as my counsellor would say to me, would you feel better if you had your own home? And she knows that's my top priority. I feel so secure and safe yeah. and I can close a chapter. I just want a normal, quiet life and I just want my own home. So I'll just keep doing what I'm doing, Andrea, and I'm very good advocate at this. I'm writing a book yeah. about it. Yeah. I, I will shout it from the rooftop so if I can help somebody, help anybody, I will do that. Even in my own situation, I'm a great listener and I'm a great friend to people that have their own issues um, and obviously my own as well. But no, I'll just keep plugging away and doing what I'm doing and some days it gets me down I think it's so unfair and I'll have a cry about it but obviously the next day is different I'll get up and be back on the A game and back fighting You have a very pragmatic approach Andrea Yeah well yeah and you know I just what's the alternative there is no other alternative for me you know sink yourself into a bottle or something and just wallow I can't do that I have kids to look after and I might be around for another 20 years please God so you know I'm not giving up (laughs) no way I'm giving up not at all no No it's a very difficult situation Andrea and look I hope you you know you get some update or some news anyway from the council um, about a housing you know about a house or a housing situation and look do please keep us posted um, Andrea thank you for joining us on the programme today I mean your heart would just break 
you know, chatting to Andrea about her whole, her whole situation, really. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.